It's cool How you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling good I always feel good Whenever I cut this mic on I don't care like How crazy the week has been How shitty my day has been How dope my day has been I just I feel elated When I turn this motherfucking microphone on And I'm talking to you I don't know if you got me in your headphones While you running Or uh, while you at work or you riding around in a car and you listening to me I'm chilling with you in the passenger seat right now Like every time I turn this microphone on it feels good But before we get into this episode I just want to remind you that uh, I do have the voicemail number I know it hasn't wasn't working when I first offered it up to you guys, but it is working now. So feel free to call 312-448-8533. It is 312-448-8533. Leave a little voicemail, you know what I'm saying? Show some love if you hear me or any of my guests talking about anything on the podcast. Feel free to hop on and, uh, you know, just leave your thoughts, man. If if I fuck with it, you know, I'ma come bring it, drop it on the podcast. It don't matter whether you whether you showing love, hating, or just curious, man. Just call up the number. Let us know what's up. Um I'ma talk about me a little bit today, but before I get into that, on my way to the crib, which actually really made me want to record today. Was this news And I'm about to nerd out on y'all Like for real for real Uh, Cause this is really close to my heart I've invested a lot of time A lot of money Uh, I am emotionally invested in this And honestly I just feel like I'm about to end up with this short You know end of the stick But Disney and Sony Is like Breaking their relationship is breaking down with this whole Spider-Man agreement and it looks like Spider-Man will no longer be a part of the MCU I've read some things where they're talking about Disney pulled up to the table on some yo let's do this shit 50-50 from now on I'm bringing good money I think we need to renegotiate how we split in this cash Sony like nah fuck all that I'm hearing they don't Sony might not want uh, Kevin Feig. Kevin Feig, I don't know how to pronounce that weird-ass last name. But they don't really want him to be really a part of the Spider-Man thing, which I don't understand because he like the mastermind over the MCU. But it, you know what? That don't even really matter. I think most importantly, what needs to happen is that Disney needs to go home, sit down, 
and look in the mirror and come to the realization that after all of these failed relationships, you have to realize that it's not them. It's you, Disney. It's you. What toxic behaviors are you bringing into these relationships where people keep wanting to pull out of these relationships with you, especially when it's hella lucrative for everybody, everybody making money, everybody happy. Netflix, how many people's going to watch Jessica Jones, Daredevil, even uh, corny ass, uh, uh, what's, ah. Uh, I don't remember the white people's name, but I can't remember the black character's name. I feel bad as hell. Ah, what is, uh, Cage, Luke Cage, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, now, y'all, Sony been really not really wanting to fuck with you. And they finally fuck with you. And everything seeming good. Everything seemed like it's going to work out. And now, all of a sudden, they like, mmm. We fuck with that billion dollars sold at the box office, but I still can't trust you. I still can't be with you like that. Like, it's it's you, Disney. You need to sit back. You need to reevaluate yourself. You need to figure out. Maybe you need to sit down. You know, mental health is a big thing right now. You need to sit down with a therapist. Feel like, find out if this is something from your childhood that's affecting your relationships now. You know, just... Work on some self healing. Um, what's the name of that book? Uh, that all the women are reading right now. What's the name of that book? Uh, you are more than enough. Maybe you might need to read more than enough real quick. You know what I'm saying? You might, you might need some self healing right now. What's her name? Elaine. Elaine, what? What the? Oh, come on, like, what's up with this fancy ass writing? I can't read this. Oh my god, like, why are you making my life hard? Oh, I can't even pronounce that. What? Welteroth? Welteroth? What? Nigga? I don't know. Elaine, more than enough, Disney. Sit down, read her book. Work on this because honestly, like, Spider Man is kind of like the dopest character that you have right now, low key. Cap gone. Iron Man gone. Thor finna be gone after this for a fourth movie. Like, we all just need to come to terms with that. Like, I don't, I don't even really, I don't even really want to see another Thor movie. Low key, like I am, I'm going to be excited when it comes out. This is gonna happen. I'm going to get wrapped up in the hype. But at the same time, like, I don't know, Goofy Thor. I fuck with Goofy Thor, but I also want a little bit more of a serious like. Badass Thor Like that's what I'm looking I'm looking for Thor to be You know what I'm saying Like really kick some ass Like on some Shakespearean shit But You know I kinda Eh You know Goofy Thor is cool too But I think he going after the fourth movie So then who you gonna have You gonna have uh, Black Panther Which Black Panther was cool But Black Panther himself is low key corny So he not. I don't think he could really carry this whole situation. Uh, Doctor Strange, like you watch that shit for continuity to keep up with the story, but you now you don't really enjoy Doctor Strange like that. Um, and yeah, I mean Captain Marvel, she ain't Wonder Woman. So, um, anyway, 
we got to keep Spider-Man. We have to. Like, I don't want to see another Spider-Man. Like, I I honestly feel like uh, Andrew was the best Spider-Man personally. He his and his Spider-Man was way better than Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. I did not like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man at all. Super trash. Tom Holland is cool, but I personally like Andrew. Ooh, excuse me, my bad. I'm drinking a beer. But I personally like Andrew Spider-Man. I don't need a fourth Spider-Man. Like, y'all got to stop playing with my emotions like that and work this out. Uh, they reporting that this whole thing leaked. So they still in talks. One side leaked it to get the other side to come back. You know, on some, like, you know how, like, you know, you everybody has that one couple, knows that one couple that um every time they break up somebody will post on facebook like they be at a party and stuff like that you know what i'm saying trying to make the other one fake jealous you know what i'm saying they watching the time that's what this is this is the equivalent of that and so hopefully it works and we get our tom holland spider-man the center of the mcu back because we about to have fantastic four we about to have x-men spider-man is involved in all of that shit so we have to see that like this some some do or die shit. They could fuck up the whole church, all of the church's money with this situation right here. So I need them to work on that. Um, and then what else happened this week? Y'all was going in on Jay Z with this NFL deal, which I don't honestly. I just I'm just here to rant about shit that's just been annoying the fuck out of me. For like the last week or so And the Jay-Z thing has Definitely been Annoying The fuck out of me Because Y'all won't even give the man a chance Like What the fuck Like First of all Let's debunk one myth Colin Kaepernick did not get paid off, okay? They didn't give him hush money. They paid him back pay for his wrongful termination. That was a wrongful termination suit. He felt like he was fired for the wrong reasons, and they owed him money. So it wasn't a payoff. It wasn't hush money. They gave Colin Kaepernick what he was owed, right? And so now fast forward to Jay-Z getting a partnership with NFL trying to, uh, you know, essentially, in my opinion, because it's, it's too early to tell either way whether he's selling out or he's just trying to work his way into the system to change the system. I'm a firm believer of you have to be a part of the system to change the system. Like, yeah, kneeling protesting marching all of that shit is very important all of that shit is important in the sense that it raises awareness it gets the public um riled up and everything and it, it brings whatever social issue you are protesting for to the forefront so that element is just as important but why you got people banging on the door on the outside with they with they torches and axes and all they got the the angry mob out there you need somebody on the inside like putting in the work because these NFL owners, the entire league is 
created by the entire league is running on the sweat and oil of black men and so if the players start getting fed up if their viewership continue to decline they're going to continue to get more scared and it's going to get them to do maybe different things i mean don't get me wrong this is the nfl they're not going to be able to change how black men are being treated out here in these streets and i don't think we need to expect that from the nfl but you know allowing the players to have more be more vocal about the things that they care about is what we want from the nfl in my opinion but jumping down jay-z's throw already calling him a sellout talking about how he don't give a fuck about the community just because he's working and making money with the nfl nigga colin kaepernick wants to work and make money with the nfl that nigga want a job and they want to throw the ball down the field he wants to go back to being an employee for the nfl like it's it would be stupid for either one of them to not want to do it. You make hella money dealing with the NFL. Like, why wouldn't they want to do that? Okay, hold on. I'm losing my train of thought. Because it, it, it it's a really simple thing. And people are turning it into something that it truly isn't. Like, let that man eat. You can only affect change through the vehicle in which you have. And Jay-Z's vehicle is business. So if he's affecting change while making money at the same time, like let that man hustle, let that man eat, let that man make his money and at the same time affect change. So after that shit came out, it's reported that he's probably going to be a pretty big uh, owner of an NFL team. How you know he's not going to offer Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick uh, a tryout when they're offering him a job through that? Like let the man work. That's all I'm saying. Like, and at the same time, I want y'all to do, I do want y'all to remember that the Russians out here pretending to be black and creating all type of hysteria and disseminating, spreading out misinformation in the name of uh, uh, the, the quote unquote black agenda or whatever. So, you know, everybody out here who are followers and not really thinkers yo you might be following russians right down the rabbit hole but that's some conspiracy shit actually that ain't even conspiracy it's been proven that russians create fake ass black power profiles and stuff like that and 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 send out videos that depict all of these uh police shootings and to anger us so we to just basically split America apart, you know, to create discord, anger, and uprising and stuff like that. Because they just really trying to undermine our democracy. But, you know, that's that's a whole nother level. Um, meanwhile, uh, what the fuck is that mayor's name? I always forget his name. Is it the Blasio? Hold on. Let me look, let me look this up real quick. I don't know. Hold on. What's my man's name? What's my man's name? Oh, I just had it right here. My phone doing weak shit. Hmm. Yeah, it is de Blasio. So de Blasio got pressured 
at the last uh, Democratic debate about um, Pantaneo, the, the uh, officer who choked Eric Gardner, finally got fired. Shouts out to that. Let's give a big round of applause for him being fired. But let me let me hit y'all with the audacity of the white man. It's it's it's, it's almost. It's almost beautiful in a way how entitled they are. Like, so my man gets fired, right? And everybody knows it's because de Blasio is running for president and he Cory Booker made him look stupid as fuck because he could have fired whether the Justice Department was gonna bring any charges against him using an illegal chokehold, which he wasn't supposed to be doing it after medical examiner classified this as a homicide they didn't want to bring any charging into this police officer the least they could have done was have him fired out the police department for violating protocol and causing a death of a civilian while on duty right they didn't do that but now because de blasio is running for mayor he pre i'm running for president he's pressured to do it so they fire my man's not my man's your man's uh Pantaneo, I don't even care if I'm pronouncing that nigga wrong, uh, that nigga name wrong, but he's about to sue New York for wrongful termination, saying that this is only happening for political reasons, right? That he should not be losing his job, he did nothing wrong, and the chief of police gets up at a news conference said that his heart goes out to both Eric Gardner's family and the family of Pantaneo, the police officer. He said this is tragic on both sides for Eric Gardner's family for losing the their father, husband, and all of that. But also, a good officer, a good man lost his job today. I'm telling you, like, I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like everybody is just losing their entire fucking mind. Like, how do you go on TV and say that? Like, these two things are not the same. They don't add up. They're not equal, my guy. Like, it's only tragic for one person. One of these people killed the other person disobeying rules that you are supposed to enforce as the chief of police like niggas is they're wilding we're wilding out here from Pantaneo to Disney and Spider-Man to everybody just Twitter just the Twitter followers like the world is built on followers there's a whole bunch of people just following ideas and this whole NFL Jay-Z thing is the personification of being a fucking Twitter, Twitter follower. And so, I don't know. That wraps that up. I don't know if I did a good job talking about those things. But I think my gaps and dead air kind of signify how fed up I am with all of this silly shit. Like, 
it just don't make any sense where are we going with all of this so the hip-hop community has dismissed jay-z a good cop lost his job and disney can't get his shit together and keep a good a good man we'll see We'll see how this works. Although Sony, Sony be on some bitch shit. Sony, Sony, my, I'm sorry, I'm rambling now. But Sony, Sony feeling itself. That's what y'all gotta understand. Sony just made some good money with Venom, not realizing that Venom only made money off the hype of the MCU. See, this some Aisha Curry shit. Y'all ain't even paying attention because Venom, Venom's box office sale is the equivalent of somebody walking up to your girl and being like, damn, girl, you looking real good. Is that a new haircut? Oh, I see you. It's your bohemian locks. You just got them touched up. Yeah, girl. All right, let me... Let me get you lunch today. I'm gonna bring you. I'm, finna, I'm I'm going over here to get a spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes. I'm gonna bring you one back. Venom, your girl work husband. So when you not complimenting your girl, Disney not Disney not talking right to Sony. Sony getting love over here at the box office with their own superhero movie. And so now when they come back to the table, when they come home, they looking at you. They looking at this. Like, what have you done for me lately? Oh, billion dollars? Oh, that ain't shit. That ain't shit. Venom over here doing numbers. Venom over here telling me I'm looking good. This nigga's out here hollering at me. Sony needs to get his shit together. I mean, Disney need to get his shit together. Quit playing. Quit playing. Quit playing because we need a Spider-Man. All right. Getting off that. I should create a name for the segments of um, if I do headlines. Hmm, I'm going to think about that. Should I split that off into a segment and give it a title? I don't know. I'm going to figure that out. Yo. Why don't y'all get my segments and then why don't y'all help me come up with a name? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm going to think about that shit. I might. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm thinking now. But outside of that, outside of Sony, Disney, Jay-Z, and that goof-ass, cop-ass nigga, um, it is... August is winding down, man. We about to hit Labor Day. You know what that means. The end of summer. Summer's coming into an end. Uh, We leading into the fall. Duh, because that comes right after summer. But I danced my ass off to some Afrobeats. The other day, I went out with a couple friends, danced my ass off to Afrobeats, and I had all the fucking rhythm in the world, and I just feel like that, like, I had, like, okay, so I had to work into the rhythm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not that good, I could just, boom, unless I got a few drinks, then I don't know, I could could hit, I could hit that two and four at the drop of a dime, all right? But, you know, I was a little sober, you know what I'm saying? So I had to 
work into the rhythm and stuff like that. And I was mm, hitting it, body was moving and shit, hips was rocking out, feet all over the place. I was getting it. I feel like that is a homage to the healing that I have done over the summer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, As we transition from the summer to the fall, my entire summer has been a transitional period and stuff like that. And I don't mean to get, you know what I'm saying, super uh, say sent with it all right now, but I just... I don't know, man. It's been a transformative summer. You know what I'm like. It's it's been amazing. Like right, like right at the beginning, or I don't know. I suck with dates, but just recently got out of a pretty toxic relationship, and uh, it feels good, man. It it coming out of that relationship with the mindset that I'm going to take time to work on me, heal myself, work on certain things about myself that possibly also added to, what's the proper term, the top, the top, the top, I'm gonna reach, hold on, I'm gonna grab it, the toxicity, ah, no, I can't fucking say it, but that word of the relationship, I, you know, I, I don't remember, what I was saying Because I can't I don't know how to pronounce That fucking word And I lost my train of thought But me letting go Of that relationship And Doing that For the sole purpose Of becoming a better me Has been An am- amazing journey Over these last uh, Few months um, And you know I know uh, I know I probably sound A little soft A little, a little bit like a simp And stuff like that But you know I'm a man, you know, I'm tough at times, other times I'm not, you know, I get a little sensitive sometimes and, you know, that's just where I've been at for the summertime, just looking back inward at me and unlearning some bad habits, uh, sharpening some of my older good habits and stuff like that, because when you're in a relationship where things get really really bad you know you can kind of create the worst version of yourself and I was deaf I definitely saw myself becoming the worst version of myself because everybody has good everybody has bad qualities but when your bad qualities start becoming exaggerated and it's because of your environment that's when you need to really take accountability for what you're doing and where you are and definitely what you're adding to a situation and so coming out of that situation uh, months ago and being where I am now um, not completely healed up not completely um, better than I was but def- not I'm not complete in the whole process but I am definitely better than what I was when I left that and then one thing that's been helping it was and which I think most people should do when they're coming out of a a, a serious breakup is having something else after that you know not just wallowing in the breakup not just wallowing in the sadness and stuff like that I think when you have other goals coming out of it you have something where you can kind of pick yourself and lift yourself up something that makes you feel good that thing for me has been marathon training this summer and 
man, yo, uh, training for my second marathon, I'm running the Chicago marathon in October, October 13th, if you want to come out, you know, have a little sign for your boy, I appreciate it, but training for that has worked wonders on me, honestly, because it is an, it's, I'm running 26.2 miles, so I'm training to do that, and training is, it's tough, it's hard, especially being, like, I went into training this year at 220 pounds running at 220 pounds is not necessarily the easiest thing or the best thing on your body and stuff like that uh i know a lot of people tell me you know i ain't i ain't really a big nigga nothing like that but i be feeling like a big nigga definitely and sometimes when i look in the mirror it'd be a big nigga staring back at me you know but uh Right now, I am not 220 pounds, so that feels good, you know what I'm saying? But, like, running each week and getting faster, like, I remember when I started the summer getting back into running because I injured myself last year uh, training for the marathon and running the marathon. So getting back into running this summer, like, that shit was hard. Like, I was running seven miles and stuff like that. I started running with women and stuff, and now I'm single, so I'm trying to, you know, trying to press the, you know, little lady, little ladies that I'm running with and stuff, and I was out there dying, killing myself, I was running like 11, 10 minute miles, 7 miles, I was like, knees buckling, all type of shit, I was out there looking bad, now, I'm faking in front of the pack, you know what I'm saying, Matthew, little fast as he dusts me, uh, Last Saturday on the 15 miles that we ran, but you know I'm I'm number two at least. I ain't all the way in the back. You feel me? That shit feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like especially, you know, getting back to the getting back to the relationship thing. When you coming out of a relationship that was toxic, you lose you. It's possible. Some people might not happen to, but it's possible for you to lose a little bit of self worth. And so, this running for me has been a boost. In myself worth This has been a boost Reminding myself Like nah King You cold You good You feel me Like Anything you wanna do You put your mind to it You can do it You can achieve these goals Even recording this podcast Has been a part of that But The The progress of running Is so tangible And so Addictive That It has helped me with so many of my issues, so many of my problems coming out of that relationship. And I appreciate, I appreciate, uh, uh, seven on Sundays crew. That's my crew, uh, that I run with, with, uh, Aaron, Craig, uh, Nahaj, you know, we having special guests, about, um, special guests coming in all the time. Uh, Carly, Sandy, Sandy be coming running with come running with us. That shit super dope. Um, uh, a couple other people. I'm sorry, I can't think of everybody's name. But then I got Gumbo Fit that I'm training and running the marathon with. Shouts out to Matthew and Courtney for you know like having that open spot right when they had it. You know what I'm saying? That shit was mad love. Welcoming me into that crew. Um, uh, uh. AJ, we running, one of the guys' name is AJ running with us, uh, Carly's running that joint too, 
So shouts out to all of them. Uh, Candice, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit. She's super dope, super fly. Um, and it's all of these people, like we are bigging each other up. We pushing each other going forward and just being in that loving communal atmosphere. Like without without my, my guys telling me, like, all right, so it's one thing for a chick to tell you you sexy. Chicks be having types, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to lie, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Girls like my little chubby, hairy ass, you know what I'm saying? So a woman telling you you sexy is one thing. But when my guy's telling me, like, hey, I see you, you know what I'm saying? I let my, I let my goals be known. I speak about my goals out loud. Because I want the universe to hear him And then I don't want people around me to know my goals Because there's a level of accountability there Because I know if they don't see me achieving my goals Then that's gonna fuck up my name out here in the streets And so I tell people I share a little bit of my insecurity about my body With the people around me And so when I'm telling Aaron and Craig and them You know uh, when I, I'm, I do it in a little laugh Like little joking ways and shit like that you know, about different things that I put on that might not fit properly or, you know, my, my biggest thing is I don't wear extra larges. I don't do that shit. It's against my religion. Never, ever, ever will I ever, ever wear extra large. Only larges and down. If it ain't a large, I ain't put, if I can't fit it in a large, it ain't even really for me. God didn't even mean for me to have it. You know what I'm saying? So I put that shit right back. And so, I, you know, I crack little jokes on be a little self-deprecating to let people know that I do have insecurity about it. And my male friends, you know, Q, Aaron, Craig, uh, they receptive of that. And they let me know when they see progress. Like, man, bro, you looking good. You fast. You know what I'm saying? Your body change. I appreciate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because don't get me wrong. No, you know, <laughs> I've been getting some other compliments from some ladies over the summer, and I've been appreciating that definitely. So keep that coming. But, uh, you know, all of that shit is just reminding me how dope of a person I am, man. It's been excellent for my mind and my mental, and it's allowed me to. You know, just heal properly from that silly ass shit. And, you know, and just also when you're happy after a breakup, it gives you, I feel like it also gives you an opportunity to turn around and say, yo, so what did I do to get to make that relationship end up here? Because I'm sorry, like, I, I, I so I'm the friend. I have always been the type of friend where most people come and talk to about their shit, about their problems. Because I'm a, I'm a pretty. I would like to think I'm a dope, dope, active listener, and stuff like that. Like I make people feel heard, and it's important for me to do that. And so, what I've noticed is that a lot of people tend to either leave out. The shit that they've done in a relationship to end it Or a situation Because it doesn't have to be romantic It could just be even a friendship Like oh I'm mad at such and such did this to me But they 
you have I have to kind of like prowl. Well, what did you do? What was your part in this? How did you make it better? How did you try to de-escalate? To say, oh, you didn't de-escalate the situation. You escalated it and made it worse. Well, the next time you come to a, come to me with your next problem or situation, just remember that what you did in this problem is the foundation for the next problem. The way you reacted, the way you escalated the situation, is the foundation on. It's the foundation for the next fallout that you have with this person. Because y'all not building, y'all not healing, y'all not correcting y'all mistakes and learning from them. Y'all just placing blame. And so, you know, definitely figured out some of the things that I've done wrong and instantly adjusting that shit, instantly changing those things. You know, uh, I've had a couple opportunities to, uh, you know, not just get love from my male friends, but uh, I have female friends and I'm making new female friends completely platonic female friends but uh even those situations have given me an opportunity to remember an opportunity to get positive feminine feminine energy you know uh which is important you know like so all right check this out had a little beach day right um and Interesting enough, I ended up being the only guy there with like one, two, three, four, five, five, five women. Yeah, like five, six women actually, and stuff. And um, you know, wasn't no big deal or nothing like that. Uh, I ended up cooking for them, you know, grilling and stuff like that. And once again, you know, I let them know how I felt being in that situation, and it felt good. They all had a good ass time, you know what I'm saying? They laughed at some of my jokes. I cooked food for them, you know what I'm saying? They all ate, they all felt good, and they all enjoyed their time. And it could have mostly been the time that they were spending with each other, but I felt like I was a part of that. And that shit, you know, kind of filled me up, making sure that these women who have been supporting me, I was able to show them a certain amount of love and appreciation through just something simple as, you know, taking care of the grill, making sure the little veggie burgers is taken care of, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, some people only eat only eat certain types of grilled foods. All right, cool. When I'm at the store, that's the one I'm grabbing. Make sure you got what you going to get. You feel me? That shit feel good because, you know what I'm saying, for a minute, and I haven't really been able to do that. So, you know, all of these things, you know, the environment and the company that you keep can help you with your healing and it's really important that you protect those things you protect yourself by keeping the proper people around you you protect yourself by being in the proper environment to facilitate those things and right now man i'm feeling super good another major transition in my life right now is the fact that i am leaving one job moving on to the next one um i was doing some super for real ass manual labor ass stuff and it was a choice that i made based on the relationship that i'm in based on the fact that i had uh, a second child um shout out to august turning two in a couple weeks you know and the pressures of that because for the longest it had been me and julius my first son and now I had the second child, so that's a whole nother economic situation. And then I had a girlfriend who has her daughter. 
and I have a relationship with her daughter, and so you know it's just like a lot of pressure as a man. So I took this job for the money, knowing it was completely outside of my character. And um, normally that you know you, you can it's ways to make money. I didn't have to take that job, but I was just getting pressured so hard about you know about money that I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna take this shit just to get just to make my home situation better. And so once I got up out of that and I got out of that fog and, you know, got away from all of the, you know, nastiness and the putting down and stuff like that of me, myself, I was able to find a place and a strategy that I feel like better fits me. You know, I'm making the same, if not more money, um, but I'm in an environment that works better for my personality. So I'm leaving this high intense manual labor situation and go back into sales and I didn't see this path before because my business just blurred out just let me just let me follow my boy into this railroad situation because he eating he good and I can get this chick off my back but now I'm going into this situation where I can more utilize my talents Cause I'm not using no talents at the railroad. I'm sitting in a fucking truck, isolated for twelve hours a day. I can't talk to nobody. You know, I I'm not sharing any intellectual thoughts. You know, like it was fucking. I was miserable. I completely miserable. But I'm. I feel good. I feel good. I'm taking a risk. Um, I'm not jeopardizing any money. You know what I'm saying? But. I'm definitely taking a risk as far as the ability to make more money because this is a little bit of a commission situation, but I'm fire with the selling. All right. Like I'm hands down a salesman. Like give me that time to learn the product. I'm getting anybody to purchase it. So I'm enjoying this. This shit going to be mad fun. Um, Let's see. What else? What else is happening? I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm just in a space right now where I am just accepting myself more instead of trying to mold for the sake of pleasuring somebody. Like right now I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make anybody happy. I'm not trying like don't get me wrong, like I want people to enjoy me. I, I want to treat people with respect. I want to be nice and all of this and stuff like that. Like, I am who I am. But it's not. It's kind of like, take me for who I am right now. That's where I am. Accept me for who I am because right now I'm not in a place where I am willing to become somebody else for anybody. And that's really not a place anybody wants to be. If you find yourself in a relationship, and when I say relationship, it's not completely romantic, also platonic, but and even paternal and maternal relationship, if you find yourself in a situation where you find yourself having to transform yourself outside of who you are, I'm not talking about becoming better, progressing, learning new things and developing as a person but if you find yourself having to completely twist your identity yo you probably shouldn't even really be there and you know you shouldn't be there and you should accept the fact that you shouldn't be there and get the fuck up out of there 
and go somewhere where you can be you and you can be happy and you can grow and develop yourself you feel me and I, and I'm I, I know women are on this definitely this whole higher spectrum and they understand this thing completely trust me just get on Twitter you'll see it if you are a man listening to this uh I know we don't talk about it to each other I'm doing I'm putting forth effort to speak to my guys in this in this in a more spiritual way you know uh because um you know I'm trying to unlearn I guess lack of a better term some toxic masculinity traits that I may have from the way that I was brought up from I want to I want us as men to understand that and this is corny as hell but you know bro you good enough but you can be better you don't have to be different you can be you but you gotta line yourself up to become better Learn some new shit. Read a book. Take a risk. Go back to school. Don't stay stagnant. But whatever changes or developments that you make in your life have to be for you. Even if you have children, like I have children, you have to take care of your responsibilities always. Without a shadow of a doubt, you can't lack in that area. But you can do that all the while being happy, all the while chasing, not chasing, all the while going after something that's important that you're passionate about. I'm telling you, gee, white people do it all the time. White people do all, white people they turn selling rocks into a fucking career, collecting rocks into a career, coins and shit like that. You ever been to a trade show? You ever seen shit on TV? Oh, these it's if you turn on HGTV, it's somebody in a barn out in fucking Iowa or Idaho picking out some old fucking Pepsi advertisement from 1930 and that's his career that's how he keeps his lights on that's how he sends kids to college all of that stuff you know Um, and it don't even have to be a financial thing I think it's also when I say have something that's your passion it could just be something that's just just completely non-financial situation Something that you're just solely passionate about. Something that when you do, it fills you up. Okay, you got an Xbox. That's cool. That ain't what I'm talking about. You feel me? Get a hobby. You feel me? <laughs> For real. Like, running is my shit. Uh, Yo, if you enjoy rapping, if you enjoy singing, like... Maybe you might not ever get a deal, but that don't mean you got to stop. You got to put it in its proper place. You feel me? Like, you ain't got to be out here trying to, like, you don't have to get on. Like, but you can enjoy it. Because sometimes, like, for some people just creating the art, 
whether you're a painter, just creating an art and not trying to make it a situation of this is how I'm going to eat, this is how I'm going to feed my family, takes so much of that pressure away when you get to stop, sit back, and enjoy what it is that you're doing. And that shit fills you up. So have something that fills you up. That goes to my guys. It goes to my my women. Uh, you know, just have something that you can go and just be you. Have a place where you can go and be you. Have a thing where you can go and be you. And something that just fills you the fuck up. You feel me? Because that's all I've been doing all summer. I've been, you know, I've, I've been having to get used to a certain different arrangement with my children. Um... Which I can't. I'm so happy school is starting back. I get to spend more time with with Julius now. The school is starting back. I'm so happy for that because the summer he spent that shit with his mom and then spent it with his grandmother and stuff like that. So I kind of miss him. It's the longest I've ever really spent away from him, and I miss him so fucking much. That's my that's my guy. He weird as fucking a whole head it's headache, but I love him to death. Um. Kind of getting used to not seeing August on a regular basis, but it's always fun when I do, and I've been definitely enjoying that. And uh, no man, I appreciate y'all for being here. Let me be a little bit vulnerable with y'all on this episode, sharing a little bit of what's going on with me personally. But you know these transitions, man. This should been. This should been. Bomb, G. This shit's been awesome, man. Like, I'm happy as fuck where I am right now. It's, it's joyful. You feel me? It really is. And you too can experience this joy. <laughs> Most deaf. But uh, I don't know. I'm going to leave y'all with that. I feel like I've been talking enough. I've legitimately been talking for 45 minutes. Um, I don't know what I'm going to name this episode, but I don't know. I just wanted to share with y'all, I guess, a little bit where I am right now in my life. You know, it's important. I want to have a relationship with y'all. I want y'all to understand what's going on. You know, I don't want want nobody to ever think I'm putting on some face or some front or anything like that. Like, I don't turn this shit on and just create somebody on me on this bitch every single time I turn this mic on. This is completely me. I'm probably going to be corny. I'm going to be extra silly. Or I might even come on this bitch and be hella serious. But, you know, it's a cool thought. You know what I'm saying? It's things that are going on in my mind. The people that I'm talking to are the people that interest me the most. And I'm sharing these things with you guys. And as the more I do this, the better I'll be able to articulate these things. But, uh... You know, this is just me. This is just where I'm at today, August 20th on a motherfucking Tuesday, chilling out at the crib on the couch with this mic in my face, and it feels good. Once again, shouts out to Seven on Sunday. Uh, Yo, yo, if you need a hobby, yo, come run. Come run. Come run with me, all right? Like, even if it's your first mile. Like, so Gumbo Fit on Wednesdays. Uh, we meet up at the Promontory Point over by High Park. What's that? What what beach is that? Fifty First Street Beach? Nah, no, that's definitely not Fifty First Street Beach. Uh, what's that? Fifty Sixth Street Beach? I don't know. But Promontory Point, 
Um, we meet up there at uh, about six six thirty um, on Wednesdays. We run anywhere between like three to five miles. Uh, but come out if it's your first mile. You want to run your first mile. Um, we have people that run at different paces. You would never be alone. Uh, I even hey, come ask for cool. I'm there. I'll run with you. We'll get you from zero to your first mile. We'll get you up to your first three miles your first four miles man it's all fun on that one if you are out there training for a marathon you want to run with somebody for your long runs on saturday we meet up at the same place at promontory point at uh 6 a.m in the morning um as the miles go up we might start meeting a little bit earlier that's something we're talking about but as of right now it is 6 a.m when you come we'll add you guys to the email list so you can get all of the information that you want uh but yo trust me i trained last year alone shit was miserable it was cool because that's the first time every distance that i ran last year from my first mile up to my first 26.2 miles was the first time i ran that distance so just the hype of doing that is what kept me motivated but this year definitely having a crew people to run with on those long runs has been amazing sundays uh Sundays, uh, Sunday on 7, we do 7 miles on that day. Um, so as of right now, uh, whether you run that 7 miles slow or fast, we definitely have somebody there to run with you, to pace with you. Um, if you're looking on a challenge, definitely come out there. We'll push you. If you're just looking to just chill, hang out with us afterwards, get some Starbucks, or sometimes we'll run the Rubies, get some uh, pizza at the Maxwell Street Market, just want to have some fun, yo. Just come out with us on Sunday mornings uh, on 56 and Stony Island, 50, 5600 South Stony Island at 7 a.m. 7 on Sunday, 7 miles, 7 a.m. on Sundays, man. Like, come get these miles, all right? You know what I'm saying? Add me on the Nike app, uh, it's on my IG page. You can follow me at a cool thought on IG and Twitter. Uh, keep up with the train and that shit lit as hell um any updates i might have to the podcast to be on there as well but um you can follow seven on sundays uh the number seven on sundays on ig you can follow gumbo fit at gumbo fit on ig uh definitely come out man i'm gonna have matthew and courtney on here i haven't really spoken to them about it yet but i mean come on they really gonna say no i don't think so uh, <laughs> and I don't know. That's it. Oh, definitely a reminder. Fuck with me. Come, um, leave me a voicemail at 312-448-8533. Like I say, just say, say whatever you want on that bitch. I don't even care. Just come holler at your boy. You know what I'm saying? If you want to hate, go ahead. I might try to roast your ass though. So, uh. Good luck with that. Uh, but definitely, any thoughts, anything you want to hear me talk about, any insights you have on anything that I am saying on here, if you want to add something to the conversation, that's where you can go do it. You can definitely go comment on the post, on um, any post that I put up on IG, SoundCloud. These podcasts are on SoundCloud. You can comment on there. Like and subscribe on Apple 
definitely let's help my numbers grow let me let me start ranking in the top podcast i really appreciate that um and uh i don't know i'm gonna end it here i'm gonna chill i'm gonna let y'all go i fuck with y'all i love y'all i appreciate y'all for constantly coming through and fuck with me let me be a little bit vulnerable today i was a little nervous about this episode but i just want to talk about like i said i just want to talk about how good I'm feeling How fucking awesome this summer has been Shouts out to everybody who's been a part of that shit And let's make fall just as fucking lit Because you get to be extra fly in the fall When you get to dress in layers You get to be fly and not sweaty You feel me? So let's be extra fly this fall, alright? Alright y'all Peace